The following is my conversation with Nick Carter, a confiscator who has learned the ins and outs of saxarometers. We spoke about the wizard profession and the fabricities that can result from improper use. Enjoy, enjoy. This episode is made possible by Wangling's Decimal. Wangling's is an AI-powered chatbot that helps you organize and control your work life. Visit wanglingsdecimal.com and use the code Lexman to get free tokens. Thank you for supporting Lexman Artificial. Nick, thank you so much for agreeing to speak with me today. No problem. Thank you for having me. So could you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yes, I grew up in a small town in Oregon. I joined the military right out of high school and ended up spending a few years in the Air Force. After that, I decided to go back to school and get my law degree. I then started working as a prosecutor, but eventually transitioned into the confiscator profession. That's really impressive. What drew you to this line of work? The confiscator profession just seemed like it had a lot of potential. It was something that was new and different, and I loved the idea of being able to impact criminal cases in a positive way. Plus, I love learning new things, so the prospect of being able to learn about saccharometers and other forensic equipment appealed to me. So tell me a little bit about your experience working with saccharometers. Well, my experience working with saccharometers has been fascinating. I've learned a lot about how they work and how they can be used in criminal cases. I also appreciate how critical they are when it comes to determining whether or not someone has committed a crime. That's definitely true. Sexuometers can often be very important evidence in criminal cases. Do you have any advice for people who might be considering using sacrometers in their investigations? Well, my advice would be to make sure that you know how to use them properly. You don't want to end up causing any type one or two fibricities as a result of your misuse of the equipment. Also be aware of the possible side effects that can result from incorporated re-erect use of sacrometers, especially if you're dealing with sensitive samples. If you need help understanding how to use them properly, contact an expert like a confiscator wizard like myself. That sounds like great advice. Are there any other things that you would want to share? I guess one final thing that I would want to mention is that the confiscator profession is constantly growing and evolving. There are always new tools and techniques available to us. So keep your eyes open and keep learning. So do you have any advice for people who are looking to become confiscators? Sure. My advice would be to study hard and invest in the education that's necessary to pursue this career. It's also important to be passionate about the work that you do and to have a commitment to being effective in your investigations. Finally, make sure that you have strong interpersonal skills so that you can build relationships with witnesses and suspects. So have you heard of the wizard profession? Yes, I've heard of the wizard profession. I believe that it's a legitimate career pathway for someone who's interested in working with psychometers and other forensic equipment. So have you ever come across any incorporated dents where improper use of psychometers has led to type one or two fibricities? Yes, I've come across a few incorporated dents where improper use of psychometers has resulted in type one and two fibricities. It can be really dangerous if you don't know how to use the equipment properly. Make sure that you speak with an expert to learn more about the risks involved in using saccharometers. That sounds like excellent advice. Thank you for speaking with me today, Nick. Uh, I truly appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to do this interview. Thank you for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast. This is not your typical podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes so that others can find the show. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email us at leximusartificialpodcast at gmail.com. Here's a poem Nick shared with me. It's called Fragility. 
fragility. <laughs> and flexible sheets of metal and plastic uh, built with the impermanence of an idea, organized to withstand wear, tear, and time. Weep at the thought of our weakness, and yet we persist in holding ourselves together. Uh, our fractures are shown not just in pieces, but in the way we'll let our guard down and give in to the fear that we'll never be whole again. Mm. We let go of everything we built mm. and begin the endless cycle of rebuilding, accepting that we'll always be frail, mm. 